Good evening from Singapore. So, this is still related with my hobby, which is shopping. My source today is my own husband, Dennis. Uh, my husband is originally from Turkey, but he was living in Shanghai for almost nine years. He was working in a multinational company in Shanghai. So, with this time, like quarantine time, I have more opportunities to talk to him about many things. Okay, welcome to my channel. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get to it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you are staying in China since 2012 or 11, 2011. Okay. When you first coming to China, how did you do shopping online in China? Um, so that was actually kind of a long story because that time um, I couldn't speak in Chinese. And all of these online payment tools that we're right now using, mm -hmm. they were still in that kind of crawling era that they didn't have that much of functionality, right? Mm -hmm. So first thing that I was like trying to find was big size shoes for myself, which I couldn't find any retail shops. Mm -hmm. So I told my friends in office mm -hmm. and they recommend doing shopping online. Mm -hmm. So that time it was mostly Taba, not the others were just around. So I tried to open an account on Taba and then the site told me to use um, open an account first on Alipay. Mm -hmm. But that was tricky because nobody was speaking English. They didn't have an English interface. And that time my Chinese skills were really, really bad. They don't have English support customer service? No, officer. there's no customer support speaking English. So what I did was I used their online um, customer support that you chat with somebody live chat. Mm -hmm. So I asked them simply um, if are there anyone who can speak English with me? And then one of them said that I will pass it to my friend who can speak a little bit. Then the guy was just texting and I was telling, okay, I'm trying to open an account. Please tell me how. Mm -hmm. And then he was explaining the steps in English. Mm -hmm. But the annoying part is they were asking me to use some Chinese ID number, which well, of course I didn't have. So I was explaining I'm a foreigner, I'm staying in China legally. Um, so the only way is for me to get an account. And then they made me wait for like 10 minutes or something because they had to ask. And then their solution was, okay, um, this is, we will contact you by email. We'll send our bank um, account number. And from your own official bank account, please send us, I don't know, like some fraction of UN basically. So that will be to prove that I'm officially here. I have a tax number and so on. So, and that day, I think I was traveling to Beijing or Nanjing. Um, so I had to do it um, on the way with my, um, you know, laptop okay. in the airport or railway station, I don't remember. And it was done. And when I was in my destination city, my account was ready. I was so happy. And then um, I started using it. It was still tricky because, you know, like I have the right shoe, have to pick the size. I had to use Google Translate and other tools. But yeah, that was the first time that I was able to use my Taba and then the rest eventually came with Jindong, um, Amazon and some other smaller online shopping companies that now they are famous, but at that time they were just not there on that all. And how was 
the delivery that time was it fast um yes delivery was has always been fast in shanghai especially um tricky part was like if you are at home on given time and the you know the um, courier was calling you if you don't speak chinese it is it is a huge trouble to you know communicate with them but once you just have the basics and they know that you're a partner they are quite helpful um, but in general they are quite fast especially if you order something from within shanghai you possibly get it like if you order in the morning or like midnight you will get it by the second day like next day um and recently just before i left china jindong and some other companies you order in the morning you get it by the noon in shanghai okay let's go to the update part how many marketplaces are that online platform available right now in china um right now there are too many so there's tabao and tmall they're actually together um there's jindong pinduoduo and there are many um small um shops on wechat they call it um well they call it mini store um mini because store? yes because WeChat itself is in Chinese means actually mini message, right? So mm-hmm. anything on WeChat is called mini something, mini store, mini apps, mini programs, mm-hmm. right? So you can do shopping on um, WeChat directly from like random sellers. Um, there are some other um, platforms. Just on other pay, you can also do similar stuff because they start having like mini programs. Um, but I think the main ones are still Taobao, Tmall, Jindong, and if you're out of China, you can use AliExpress. Um, I think. Most of the shops on Taba are also using AliExpress for the international shopping, um, and then you can find a bunch of like standalone, like separate online shops. Though most of them are now being part of Tmall because it is much easier to control and deal with the whole um, logistics. Official thing as well. Yeah, Tmall is basically um, like official shops of known brands. Direct, like there's mm-hmm. Apple shop, there's Xiaomi shop. Mm-hmm. Recently, because of the coronavirus pandemic, now um, IKEA is also on Tmall. Wow! Um, so yeah, anything that you want to buy branded stuff from the actual distributors, just use Tmall. You can still use Taobao, finding really nice deals. But if you want anything guaranteed or branded, Tmall is the place where you should check. You can check Jindong as well. Jindong also has official shops. They're pretty much the same. Main difference was. Um, As far as I know, Jindong is that the headquarters is in Beijing. Um, Amazon is in um, Shanghai, and Taobao has like bunch of Tmall has especially like bunch of small shops all around China. So depending on the location, you can pick any of these. I was mostly using um, Taobao Tmall, but for electronic shopping, I was going with Jindong because usually uh, for electronics, Jindong has much better deals than Taobao and Tmall. Mm-hmm. How about the discount or promotional stuff? Maybe we can get like great deals when we use that platform online, other than buying conventionally coming to the shop. Um. Yes. Usually, you find really nice deals. Um. Even if there's no deal or promotion, definitely you get some gift from the sellers. Um. Even if it's your first time that you buy something really simple, let's say that you buy a stool. There's always some gift coming, especially if it is your first order. Like you have really nice, you know, accessories. When you're buying electronics, for instance, you have a lot of like extra cables, connectors. USB. If you're buying, yeah, USBs. If you're buying like some certain kind of cosmetics, let's say you bought some lotion, just expect to have like two more free stuff uh, with you, especially with your first delivery. And if you become some kind of regular to certain sellers, 
Um, you got even better deals, better um, promotions, gifts. Yeah, you got SMS all of the time from the seller. Yeah, and for some sellers, they're on my WeChat, so if they have something special, um, they're directly updating me from you know WeChat that I can actually pre-order stuff even without going Taba or Timo. Um, so yeah, promotions and gifting is is those are like really really cool stuff that you may find while doing online shopping in China. Okay, now let's go talk about cashless society. Like everything has been cashless in China, all over China, not only in Shanghai as a big city. I think it is very useful in this pandemic era. But how about the other platform like Dianping or Meituan One, because they are like restaurant and. You know, you can watch movies and bank tickets from them. Yeah. That's what we usually do before we watch movies, right? Yes. Okay, how about them now? Are you... Um, like well, basically for cashless society, um, initially it was just WeChat and Alipay. Actually, at first, first Alipay started as FinTech. And then WeChat started integrating payment options to its own platform. And then Meituan and DMPing. Um, basically, Meituan is kind of like delivery service, like you think about like Grab or you know, Gojek. So at first they were just using, you know, like third-party platforms like Alipay or direct using your card. Then um, with the regulations like easing on fintechs, they also start having their own payment platforms and wallets and so on. They still accept Alipay and other payments, but they still have like their own wallets that if you use them, you can accept discount or you got free delivery and so on. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, almost everything like buying tickets for watching movie train tickets bus tickets um flight tickets anything that you can imagine you can buy these online without going to the actual kiosk um and like when you buy from let's say you buy your movie ticket on mayton so it is actually paperless right you're also saving papers and so on you just go and um you have a qr code and when you are entering you just you can print your ticket or you can simply show, show your QR code with your, you know, okay, two peeps, two seats and for this movie and so on. Mm -hmm. So you can either go this way, you can even print your ticket by showing your QR, you know, make scanning your QR code somewhere. So those are quite nice. You don't need to queue up. Mm -hmm. um, you can just pick the slots for movies and so on. Um, they, they are quite nice. And I think with the um, COVID-19, it is even like expanding almost or transaction, I, th I guess. I'm not following up that much, but based on what I hear from friends and so on. Um, personally, I wasn't also carrying any cash, especially for my last two to three years in China. So now they don't even like think about cash or something. Even beggars, they have their own QR codes that you can scan their Alipay or WeChat payments to just, you know, if you want to give money to them. So up till now, there's only two um, fintech unlike other country let's say right now we are in Singapore and they have Fave, SG they have EasyLink Wallet they yeah. have um, Desintel what is that UOB PayNow, pay, pay pay yeah, PayLa yeah. um, in China there's only two there there are only two well, actually, or they are trying to expanding like DNPing wallet or yes. maybe made so one wallet. Initially, it was Alipay and then WeChat, right? And then 
the others also start up having their own payment platforms because so initially it was Alipay and then with the success of Alipay and like ease of trading and commerce um, I think Beijing made it easier for other fintechs to enter in this you know sector so I think there are more players right now but still Alipay and WeChat are the two biggest ones that you may use for Singapore well um, there is like national QR code thingy like SGQR but honestly I haven't used them yet I always go with my basically contactless transaction card um, because most of the places are accepting that one um, and what I realize is like even if you pay with your you know like dash or anything scanning it feels like more complicated than in China in China you simply open your WeChat and then show your you know QR code then it is instant um, you can even set certain ways of paying offline, let's say that there's no um, signal, right? For some cases, you can actually pay without being online on your WeChat and Alipay wallet. But of course, there are certain limits on transaction amount, like it should not exit like 50 yuan, for instance. But for Singapore, I'm not fully familiar with that kind of cashless payments yet. Okay, let's talk about eating out in Shanghai. I know for the first years you were always eating out or ordering online from some KFC or McDonald's or other brand. So can you tell me about that and about the price, how you order it, or you just come and buy and it's take it back? Do you get? Do you ever get any uh, deals when you buy those stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, for in terms of deals, there are always some deals if you order it online or by phone um, for getting stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, initially there was not much of online platforms for buying food and so on, but eventually almost every single restaurant or shop that you may think of, they start selling their stuff online. Um, from like a hot pot uh, to pizza or any kind of fast food, you can order anything online. Um, the delivery duration changes and quality of the packaging and so on may, you know, change depending on where you're ordering from, but in general, um, you expect to get the same thing that you make in a restaurant on that kind of, you know, whatever buffet it is for the food. Um, and if you order online, um, you may actually get quite cool discounts or promotions. Like you get one pizza for free, you can get drinks for free, depending on the seller, of course. Um, besides that one, if you want to order any kind of, like, to say groceries and so on, it is also possible if you want to cook yourself, just order online. Yeah, the bottleneck is, you know, you cannot pick the vegetable yourself, but still, if you don't have time, especially, those are quite or nice options. Or in this options. era when you have to stay at home. Yeah, exactly. Home. Like, if you have to stay at home because of any reason, like quarantine or so on, those are lifesavers that you don't need to get out. You just order and they will bring it to your door, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, my next question will be about the... Just wait. Okay, buying stuff that you really want from your country, like sujuk, that favorite yeah. sausage of yours um, and everything. Can you find it easily in Turkey or you have been searching and searching and waiting for years for that till you finally found it? So for my case, I was living in Shanghai where trading and commerce has always been kind of in you know, a top sector 
So before the online shopping, um, I was still able to find certain Turkish products with ease. Um, there were people from Xinjiang selling Turkish products in specific shops. Um, there was a shop which was selling Turkish spirits like Raku and sh other kind of like wine and so on. So it was okay to find the things that you are looking Of course, you cannot find specific like local things and so on. And with this online shopping, it became even easier. So um, I was buying like my sujuk, hazelnut. hazelnut from some shop from Guangdong and they were delivering surprisingly in a day, like you order today, you got it next day. Um, and the distance is like, like, I don't know, almost two hours by plane. So they were using air delivery. Of course, for delivery, you may need to pay more, but if you exceed certain amount of limit, even it becomes free. Um, so especially for like for the last four or five years, finding Turkish products um, became easier. Even some markets like you know Walmart or other places were like starting bringing certain products. Of course, not meat or so on, but you can find olive oil, um, certain kind of cheese. Milk. Yeah, milk. Um, so these became easier, especially if you are doing online shopping. So it has always like easy to find whatever I'm looking for for my case. So now the conclusion, how long did it take for you to finally able to, you know, run your life or living smoothly in Shanghai after you learn Chinese? Yeah, exactly. Once I have a grasp of the language, mm -hmm. um, everything became easier like you don't have to speak like very fluently everything's perfect first thing is um it is a different kind of language because no alphabet and it will take a while for sure but the local people are super helpful so they're aware that you are struggling to learn or pronounce it or just having trouble you know finding this and that right so they are super helpful um, for the place that you work or if you're a student, you can always ask your friends for help. Like, I want to use Taba, how can I use it? They will show um, with quite detailed stuff. So once you grasp like language for survival, like how to get food, what is the name of like water and, you know, this kind of simple stuff, your life becomes extremely easy. So for my case, um, for my first year, I didn't try to actually learn Chinese because I was trying to learn about my job because um, so I got you know I was sent, I was coming to Shanghai when I was still a junior developer with like a year of experience right so there were a lot to learn even before I start like trying to learn Chinese so my first year was mostly trying to learn technical stuff but after that um, because you keep hearing Chinese here and there so you start naturally learn so after my first year everything was much easier my first year was nice and okay because you know you don't die anyway you find everything people are helpful but after my first year everything become like smooth okay last question before we finish this okay. um what you want to tell to people who come to china for the first time for living, working, and you know, starting their life there. Okay, so first thing, based on my own experience, um, especially for like first months, just uh, be sure that you will struggle, especially in terms of culture and language. And if you're even like 
going some smaller city are like not big cities like Beijing or Shanghai or Shenzhen or Guangzhou um, you would have more like cultural not a cultural shock but it is more like a like you try to learn them because it is different so that is one thing that you should be having an open, having an open mind mm-hmm. you should not be afraid of getting lost when you are trying <laughs> to find somewhere there is nothing to be afraid of because you can always ask people for worst case you just find some you know police or some other officers okay just tell or just show on the map i want to go to this place they are super helpful um on one occasion in beijing i was lost and i just find a policeman i was trying to ask for a subway station um it took like 10 minutes for me to ask because i wasn't able to speak chinese that well but it was helpful um on one occasion we were in chengdu um so we were in trouble because my friend lost his phone so we went police so the police was taking us to the police station with their car and back to the place where we can jump on a bus rather than hey just get lost you know out of the police station so they are super helpful and it is you know um so you know experience like you see that people are actually helpful there are a bunch of stuff that you may see it online regarding china especially with this pandemic but not everything that you see online is true about china so keep an open mind and and yeah put an effort to learn the language it will make everything easier okay thank you so much for the information and insight about your first years of living in china when i come to china like five years later i was in china for almost four years you have made everything easier for me so i'm quite the lazy one here but still i'm also struggling and i got lost sometimes but i know i have you to help me guide me back to the subway station or which bus i will choose well i hope you enjoyed this episode and let me think about what else i need to ask to my husband for my next episode Um, you can write to me if you like it and you have any question about anything, you can just ask me. Thank you and see you again. That was noise. <laughs>